0: I have been on a kick. I know we talked last week about 3D printing, about me, like, you know, starting to 3D print stuff. But I feel like I've fallen down a a deep cave of just, oh, yeah, and I could. Oh, yeah, and I could.
1: (laughs) No, print trays, sub trays. I am modeling
0: and printing every little thing I can think of. I don't know. It's funny. I'm sure it'll fade. But right now, what's
2: your printer uh, of choice right now?
0: I have two that I'm using a lot. I have the Bamboo Labs X1 Carbon, which is a That's really the multi-color fam- one. Uh, it does, yeah. It can have Multiple like color. four, yeah, four in it at the same time. It's a really impressive printer. Um, but I also am using the Prusa XL a lot. The one I have, the one I bought, is a single color. So you know, I use them for different things. But the XL is huge. Like you can print. It's, I don't know, 400 millimeters cubed. So it's it's a giant volume where you can just print some huge things. Those trays, which I don't have one down here, the trays that I was talking about, I printed um, one that was the maximum size of the bed, and it's just it's like 13 inches, you know, by 13 inches, perfect print. So, yeah, those are the two printers that I'm...
1: How long does that take to do a 13-inch print like that?
0: Well, it depends. I mean, that, that tray is, you know... The bottom of it is a sixteenth of an inch thick mm-hmm. surface. And then it's a really thin wall up about a half inch.
1: So, mm. so the, building the building the platform probably takes the longest. The very yeah, long for part. sure.
0: Because it's very slow when it's going across to make that big. You know, lots of back and forth. Um, so I don't know. It probably took an hour and a half or something to make that. Oh, maybe, that's much maybe less two. than I thought. Yeah, it's not bad. Now, the Bamboo Labs printer that I'm, I've been using, they intentionally make it pretty fast. I have not pushed it as fast as some people push it because some people will up the speeds and it's pretty wild watching it go super fast. It's just like, wah, 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 wah. it's real loud and, you know, hmm. back and forth. But anyway,
2: so I'm printing a I'm whole still, lot of stuff. I'm still doing the resin printing and I saw a video the other day of, uh, for curing where you would throw your print in a thing of a, gl- a glass jar of water and then use a, uh, a uh, UV light on top of that, and that water does all the refraction sciencey oh, no stuff kidding. and oh. gets all the light where it needs to go. So this morning, right before you showed up, I got a 120 watt black oh. light
0: UV light uh,
2: that just showed up. So I'm going to make my own little little carrying station. Awesome! Oh,
1: that's wild. Yeah,
0: we did one of those. Um, we made a mirrored box. It was inside of a cabinet. And I remember I put that. Yeah, mirrors all the way around, and then put LEDs, the UV LEDs, in there. It worked out pretty well. But I've never heard of the water thing that's cool yeah uh look, look
2: it up it seems it helps get the light the curing light into places where like inside so it all cures evenly and so I think I'm just going to take a bucket and I'm gonna line it with foil and then throw throw a glass jar full of water in there and then throw that that UV light on top of it See how that works. I say,
0: don't throw the UV light in the bucket of water. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Actually, this one does <laughs> say waterproof.
2: I don't know how waterproof it is, but
0: <laughs> let's find out.
2: Yeah,
0: that's cool. Well, have you guys been printing anything? Have you used your printers? I know you both have printers.
1: Well, you know just it's little- funny. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I just started thinking about printing again because I have my. It's right here over my shoulder. You can see it. That's the tip of it there. That's my. Form Labs. Uh, Bob, do you happen to know what that model is? It's just like that average model from Form Labs. Form
0: 3? Is that the one you have? That's it.
1: That's exactly it. And I was going to, I just, by the way, my video this week, I'm pretty sure is going to be the bell, finally, after all this time. Mm -hmm. How many years have I been talking about making a bell? And I finally made the bell for a specific reason, which will be revealed in the video. I was requested to make it for a ceremony that takes place this Saturday, so I'll have some final bits for the video to add in. And then the video will be published on Sunday. Uh, that led me, in the video, I fail three or four times casting the bell. Then I get to a, f- uh, I take a completely different method, which leads me down a different path for the font and the inscription. And after all is said and done, it le- led me to a path of doing proper bronze casting, which I haven't done yet, but I bought all the supplies to do it. And I Googled quite a bit, other guys online making it. And some people 3D print in PLA. I wonder if the resin printer can print in a particular material that which I could make a bronze mold, which is really a shell mold. So you could make, for instance, something as complicated as a human figure, 3D print it or make a generation of it in wax and then make what essentially amounts to like a piece of ceramic around that shape. So as organic oh. as any shape could be, you have about an eighth of an inch of ceramic around it. And then when you bake it in a kiln to cure it, you're also baking out the wax or the PLA. The print or the wax will we'll bake out of it. And or I think in the case of the PLA, some of it is designed to like evaporate, which probably isn't great for your breathing. But it's all in the kiln and it leaves behind a shell that which you can pour molten bronze or brass into. And then it needs to be chipped off.
0: And so, so I'm going send down you, that path. I'm going to send you a link. There mm-hmm. are castable resins. Um, but here's actually, a f- I found an article on Foreign Labs website about the using castable wax resin for the Foreign Labs printer. So I'm going to send oh, you that Oh, perfect. Article. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Yeah,
1: I, I haven't gotten too deep into it yet, but it's something I've been thinking about. I have a couple of... If you guys remember years ago, the fans might remember there was a, a somebody put forth the non-lathe non-lathe pen challenge, make a pen without using a lathe. And I made like a little figurine of a guy kind of almost looks like Fantasia, you know, like the brooms of Fantasia with arms and legs that was my inspiration. And I made a little pen out of clay. So I'm going to take one of those original guys that I did years ago so I could use bits and pieces of the original video. And make a mold of it in wax. And those are going to be my first examples, my first experiments with uh, this casting, new, this new casting technique. Because it's small enough, it's kind of ties to the old school, but then from there I'm going to go to a 3D print. So that's going to be an upcoming video. So I haven't 3D printed, but not lately, but I'm thinking about it for this particular reason. And by the way, the I made two versions of the Bell. One came out okay. And then my the guy who challenged me on this is Mike. And years ago, Jaco did a video called The Millionaire Machinist, and that's our friend Mike, Mike Dubno. And Mike challenged me for this particular bell that is for this ceremony. And I made one. I go, I think I did it. He looked at it, he goes, okay, cool. He goes, try and make another one. I was like, oh, okay. God. <laughs> so in uh, one What's day. What's your problem, man? <laughs> that's what <I> <laughs> And he goes, this one's good. He goes, let's see if you can get it better. My light just burned out. And I was like, okay. So in one day, and you'll see this in the video, in two days, I made exactly what took me months. So mm-hmm. once I had all the tech, once I was able to figure out all the tech and I got it all, I was able to go, okay, the challenge is let me see if I could do a better version in just these couple days. And so I did that all a week ago around this time last week. In two days, I made a a full bell complete start to finish with the materials I had left on hand. And uh, I was was pretty impressed with myself because it took me from the the very first clip that I started filming for this video was August 1st. So August 1st, by the end of August, I had a fail. By the end of September, I had another fail. By the (laughs) end of October, we had kind of something. And that's what I made into the first successful bell. And then I made one that ultimately came out much better. And for a lot of reasons, it came out much better, aside from the fact that I had a developed skill. I always say do it once, and then if you do it again. But I I was hoping, because it was so complicated, I was hoping Mike would see the first one and be like, beautiful job. I'll overlook all the bubbles and holes and pits, because it was so complicated to get to this point. But he's like, now that you got the tech, see if you can do it even better. And obviously I did. It's not perfect. The second one wasn't perfect. But if the first one was like a 5, out of ten, as far as quality goes, the second one was like an eight out of ten. Of quality goes, so it was a really big improvement. Wow. So you'll see all that in the video coming up. Cool. Yeah. Well, you always said you be. were a C student, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was trying to get out of it with just that C grade. Right? I was like, nope we need it. We need it at least an eighty five or above. <laughs>
0: David, have you been printing anything lately? Uh, yes. I
2: actually, I got a new 3D printer. uh, The Saturn 3 Ultra. I I like the the, the resin printers. And just stuff for the shop, the organization inside the drawers. I got the, I have, I still have the Prusa, but I think I'm going to sell it. Because it's got a smaller bed. And just wasn't big enough for some of the things that I wanted to make. And, um. The Elago Saturn Three Ultra has been fantastic, and I'm trying to. The problem with the resin printing, as anybody knows, is the, the mess, the cleanup, the not touching, the smells, and the, the fumes and everything. So I'm trying to get a, and I've been using the the. I don't know what I'm talking about the the wash the the water <laughs> washable resin. Oh yeah, because uh, I the I, the. IPA alcohol stuff just was. It, it feels unhealthy. It smells terrible, and I don't, it just um, I, I didn't like messing with it. So I've been using the water washable resin. And that's been working pretty pretty darn good for me. So I'm trying to get my my curing and wash station kind of organized so it's less of a hassle and it's more of a easier process. From because there's there's just a lot of stupid post printing stuff you got to do with the resin.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably the reason that I don't do more resin stuff. Um, I've I've been through so many three D printers, and I've settled on these two that I'm working with now. Just, I mean, they're not flawless, but they work pretty much every time. And I know when a design or a piece is going to be is going to push it to where I might have a failure. But a lot of the stuff, it just it's perfect off the printer. Both printers, you know, every time. Uh, with very little cleanup, and and so it makes it hard for me to justify then doing resin stuff, unless I specifically need to, because then you get done, and you're like, okay, now I have a bunch of work to do, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, the, I, I don't know that you guys can see the quality of this print. People who are listening definitely cannot see the quality of this print. But <laughs> I wanted to point this out, because, like, this is straight off of the, um, the X1 Carbon machine with... I don't know if you can even see the, how clean these edges are. But there's no layer lines. There's no hmm. you just can't you can't see any of it. And the cool thing about this, so yesterday I was designing I had this little these drives. These SSD drives and they have this plug in the back of them. And so I bought this little plug USB cable on Amazon so I can plug these in. These are go to my camera. And but it just I've been cleaning off my desk and I wanted that cord to not just be laying on my desk. So I was like, oh, I should make a little mount to hold the thing under my desk to make a little port. And then I can stick this in the port and then take it out, you know, like an old zip drive. And um, so I started designing this thing and I made a, a reel about this yesterday. But I started designing this little thing where the cable would go back here, presses in place, fits perfectly, just caliper measurements, fits in there. And then I printed this Without any real testing, can you see these tiny holes right there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like tiny little holes, and this one has tiny little nubs. And this
2: printer I saw that is in so. Your reel,
0: and I was like, "How do you design something like that?" These printer, the printer is so good with tiny little, like wow, they just hold cool. together. It just clips together.
2: A little friction fit, and yeah. that, that
0: was first try. So the way that I did that was I made this little post, extruded it out, and then and I modeled these two pieces together. So I extruded this these pieces out and then had them subtracted from the thing below to make a hole that matches. It's perfect. No no That's tolerance. It. No no adjustment. Yeah. To well, that. after that, yeah, I got all the holes and then I went and um, added a little bit of tolerance because I also printed a tolerance tester. Mm-hmm. And this tells you, you know, if you want it to be this tight, then you use this as the tolerance. If you want it to be this tight, then you use that as a tolerance. So you just have a little pin, which is really, really in there right now. But anyway, you pull that pin out and you put it in the different holes and you feel how tight you want it to be. And then that's the tolerance you use. So I started doing that. Anyway, so first, first draft, this was cool. It worked really well, except for you plug the... Drive in there it plugs into the thing and then when you pulled it out it pulled the cord with it So actually that was Yeah, I made another version of it different material And I ended up changing it. You'll like this Jimmy So this version I Wanted the cord to be stuck in place So there's these tiny little barbs that I modeled in right there that actually go in slots in the cord So once it's down it can't go forward and backward that worked perfectly but then I had modeled in dovetails right there, which you can just barely see on the bottom of these pieces. And so you can line all of these up, this the top and the bottom for this thing. You put the cable in there. You line these pieces up, and they slot together. And, I mean, it is – it could not be a more perfect fit. And so I took this thing – Put some VHB tape on the top of it, stuck it to the bottom of my desk, and I have this perfect little disc insertion point under my desk, totally out of the way. It's always plugged in. And I don't, man, like that right there, it was 30 minutes of work or something. It made my day mm. <laughs> to be like, I need this very specific thing to work with this very specific cord to go in this specific place.
1: It's like a side quest drive. Oh,
0: man, so cool. Side quest. Well, I haven't heard that in a while. Hmm. But that stuff just it gets me really excited and i know i talked about it last week too but the fact that you know i'm i feel like i'm finally taking advantage of these tools in a useful in like a practical way not just a you yeah, know i need another a transformer set of dice. yeah um, yeah. And it's not just little tchotchkes and things that take up space. That's always calculate.
1: that's always been my problem with 3D printing. I just can't figure out how to incorporate it. But if I end up experimenting more well with this bronzing process, is absolutely something. Because mm. then I end up with a net result that, for me, is a little bit more useful. Yeah. It's, uh, and I'm actually going gonna, gonna to begin to experiment with making art for art's sake and not necessarily oh. you know, making things that are just 3D objects. I have a... My friend is encouraging me, she's she's an art dealer. My girlfriend Rachel, and she's been encouraging me to make art for art's sake. She's like, I really wanna see what you could do to make art for art's sake and not necessarily have to have a reason for it. She said, it's, it's really something, she's known yeah. me since before we got together. So she says, you're always making things with a purpose and in, in the art, art world, there's really no purpose, practically. This is a purpose, but not a practical purpose. Yeah. Right. Interesting. So I have this Funny fantasy I... of making tools that don't do anything. They look like tools. So it's just like sort of a... So it's like a, a whatchamacallit, but it really doesn't do anything. But it looks like a real good whatchamacallit from the turn of the century. And then huh. in a hundred years from now, people will be looking at it going, <laughs> I'm not sure what this is for, but it's probably for doing that. You know, the people will theorize yeah. about it because it's going to be useless. from it's the a start. screw
0: hammer. Hmm. Weird. Yeah, I would. Yeah.
2: You, you if there was a if there was like this cohesive theme and I was in a gallery and this artist just had a bunch of tools that didn't do anything, but they all had this like cohesive look to it. That would just blow my mind. A bunch of mm-hmm. tools that didn't have a purpose.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's That idea. would be amazing. Wow. A small show of like bronze castings. Cool. To start. i look forward to that. That's awesome.
2: I don't really know it, it was probably you bob that got me back into i need to 3d print some stuff to better organize my life and it's funny that i keep you know as i run into issues i just go to youtube and i look it up 99.9 percent of all 3d printing videos on the internet are figurines and mm. i i just it had I, I guess that's that's not uh, for those people. That's that's awesome. But what do you do with figure? What do you do with all the figurines? I I yeah. I, I just I want to learn how to make a, a little organizational box. And but every example is is a figurine, and every every test is a figurine. It's after you print out like four hundred of them. What are you doing with them all? Yeah.
1: Put them in your door. You put you
2: put them in your door. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's it's just quite an (laughs) investment to (laughs) you'll see these people they make the cages for it to keep the smell in and they have a whole system like you spend a lot of time and energy and money to make figurines are you doing anything else with the three like I guess I just don't understand it and shame on me for that but
0: no not shame on you I think that's I think that's like a that's one of those things that you know, like the end point is derivative of the thing that you find important or the thing that you Yeah. Like yeah. what's your what's your intent? I think a lot of people would look at, you know, the things that all of us do and be like, Why would you why would you waste time building another table? What are you gonna just go buy a table or what you know what I mean? <laughs> That's like, true. That like, it's all so about true. your intent and your yep. your kind of where you're coming from and what you want to get out of it. Um I know for me, in a in a similar but different way. Lego is a thing that I love. I really zone out and relax when I just build a Lego set. When I I buy, when I this is different from when I'm being creative, but when I just buy a set, I have instructions, I have pieces and I just go through it. It's a decompression. I don't really have to think about what I'm doing, whatever. And so I really love that part of it. And then I end up with a thing and I'm like, "Well, what do I do with the thing?" I can't show off all the things anymore like i don't have a place to put all of these things and so i think part of that whole purchase build display process the build is the part that i'm it's useful to me mentally and so i think with stuff like you're talking about with printing you know figures or non-usable just display things i think there's something in that process it's probably different for everybody that is the thing that really works for that person the thing that you know they maybe they just yeah. like to see it, it come from nothing or whatever but i think everybody's got their different um section of the the full path you know from beginning to end that does something for them i think right right and and uh please don't email me
2: saying <laughs> you're a moron, but I, I'm sure like the the post processing, the the painting, and the, the the making making things look old, and all the the sanding and and the finishing. I'm sure that's super satisfying for for
0: all those people. Yeah, it's process. It's the same kind of thing, yeah. you know, for yeah. all the other. Yeah, but but my point in that is that I don't think you would. I don't think you should feel bad for not understanding that, or be like you know, shame on me because you wouldn't get the same thing out of that process as somebody else would. Like, they wouldn't get the same thing out of your process that right. you do. Yeah. And I think that's that's one of the, you know, being on the internet, that's one of the misunderstood or, 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 I don't know, not misunderstood. That's one of the things that people from different places with different ideas and different interests don't do a great job of crossing over and understanding each other with. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um. I had something else I was going to say about 3D printing, and then I'll shut up about it. What was it? <laughs> I don't remember. I guess I'm done with that. Anyway. You've they've got to be been looking making? at making castable stuff. Oh, good. Good, good, good. I've never used that. I've had some of it, yeah. and then I didn't use it so long that it went bad. So
1: yeah. It says no no, no post-process, no post-curing necessary, obviously, because it's going to then be been, melted out. So I, I think I might buy one and play with it. Thank you. Thanks for getting me down awesome. that path.
0: So David, are you working at the new house? What are you, what are you even up to? So this week we,
2: uh, I was going to shoot the, the when retool reviews video. And in my previous video, I said, that's going to be the next video. So hang tight. Totally lied. I decided to <laughs> make a Christmas gift for Kelly. I'm assuming she's not going to listen to this before Christmas. So we had a bathroom renovation a year ago And she now, so we have a a fancy tub. So she wants a little shelf to, when she's in the tub, to put her iPad and stuff. So I made, I made a little shelf and it's got two little wings on the side. It just sits on the top of the tub and then it dips down. And then I, I bought one of those foldable, it's like a magnetic thing that holds your iPad and it can fold and turn. And I routed out a little pocket for that to sit into which is gonna be epoxied in there. It's got a little place, a little hole, and uh, uh, a place to slide in a wine glass, and then a little place where you could either put a candle or a, a glass of whiskey. So this is like a when Kelly needs to decompress, relax. She loves using the new bathroom, and, and so this is this thing that I'm building. So that is almost done. I just got to add some finish. That video is not going to come out until after Christmas. So we're almost done with that. And then the bathroom renovation is going faster than anticipated. So Monday and Tuesday, I need to work on the vanity that's going to go in there. And so the one video is going to get pushed probably until January. So, yeah, I... uh Haven't done anything to the new house just because there's so much to do here. But the next thing is going to be the bathroom vanity. And it's a small little 32-inch vanity. So it's it's not going to be – I'm trying to find the hook for this video because there's not a lot to it. It's basically a cabinet with two doors. So I'm trying to think of maybe I do something fancy with the handles. Or maybe this is one of those projects that's just me, doesn't need a hook, we know it's Hmm. not going to do well
0: type thing. Well, I mean, I think one of the things I've been thinking about with my videos, maybe you could use this to get to find the hook is to when I, when I think about the subject of a video, I often think about it very specifically. So like, like like this, this 3d printed disc thing that I was talking about, if I were to make a video about that, my first impulse would be like how to make the perfect enclosure for this drive with this plug which, like, nobody cares about that, and nobody has those two specific items and wants to put it under their desk or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you take that same idea and you just wrap it in a more generalized approach, then the boring can become global, can become more making accessible your accessible to more people. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, you know, the best... I don't even know off the proving top of your, my head. Proving
1: your workflow.
0: Yeah, um, you know, cleaning my desk with 3D printing or something. Right. And so like maybe with the cabinet instead of, you know, a, a, this is the most simple cabinet with two doors, it's you know, how to make the most use, useful cabinet ever with this or right. how only two doors can give you the best cabinet. Like that doesn't make any sense. You'd have to figure out why <laughs> that was the case and yeah. you'd have to prove years. that. I think for it to be worthwhile, but what I'm trying to do is and and the reason that this came up for me personally is that I care or I enjoy all of these things that are old. (laughs) I enjoy all these things that were from my childhood but if I make a video now like I did a while back that says this is Optimus Prime's head, 90% of the people who watch my videos are like who is Optimus Prime? What is that? I don't care. right? But like making a bobblehead, it's the same thing I I end up doing the same thing but it puts that like um, associative thing between me and a viewer in a different place. It's mm-hmm. it's something that we can actually both understand rather than, I'm going to make the matrix of leadership from Transformers G1 in 1984. You know, like that doesn't,
1: doesn't Oh, that's exciting. I
0: did it. <laughs> it's right there, actually. That's what made me think of it I did it a long time ago. <laughs> um, but, but like if I were to make that video again today, I wouldn't call it something like that because it wouldn't be relevant Whoa. Whoa. Do you what, see the video? Ha, yeah, Is it doing a thumbs Bob? up thing? Oh, man. So the... And if you're watching the video, if... Mac has this thing. Oh, it's not doing it now. (laughs) Mac has this reaction thing where if you hold your thumb up to the camera, it puts a little thumbs up icon on the screen. Well, now I'll just look like an idiot. It was doing it, I promise. (laughs) Anyway, so maybe there's a way that you can take that general idea or that basic idea and just wrap it in something that is more compelling but still accomplishes the same thing.
2: So that is my – Repackage. Yeah. Yeah. That is my goal over the weekend: is to draw up the cabinet, but also find what the what that hook is. It's funny. So, uh, a, a few weeks ago, I put out a video. I can't remember if it was the nightstand video or the bar stool video, but it was basically a, a build video, just a, an ordinary build video, beginning to end, how I did it. And there were a couple of comments. I would say three or four comments of like, "It's so good to see build videos." So many youtube woodworkers just review stuff or whatever i I miss the build videos, but then that video is like a nine of ten or a ten of ten mm. like it which is uh in 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 youtube world that's a that's a bad video I'm like well, nobody watches those videos because it didn't have a hook,
0: yeah, yep, yeah it's weird mm. like i i mean I know I'm talking about three d printing a lot it's just what I'm into right now, but um. The shop lights that I have in the shop are fading and changing color and they're getting all weird. So I have started looking for new lights. And so I found these LED, um, they're strip lights, but they're in these cases with diffusers on them and stuff. And so I was trying to figure out how to put them in the shop on the ceiling, but in a way that wasn't, if the camera just couldn't see them. You know, because like right now I have these big panels and so you have these hot spots within the camera and within the shop and I have sh- like lower ceilings so it's hard to get them out of the camera's view. So I was trying to figure out how to put them up in between the floor joists. And really simple idea of 3D printing these mounts and a simple piece of wood that ha- would have some play in it left and right so that they could fit in any of the spaces. You could move them up and down to get them where you wanted them. And I came up with this simple but kind of cool idea I'm like that would be a cool video, except how do you, how do you make a video about that? It's hanging lights. It's about it's a problem solving video, but I've already solved the problem in my head, so I just have to execute it. But how do you turn that into an interesting thing? It's, you know, it's the same conversation, just mm-hmm. you know. And then I, I went down the path of trying to come up with some interesting hook around better shop lighting with 3D printing or something like that. But you can only take that so far before it starts to get like, ah, what? Like, I don't, I don't have a 3D printer. Why? I don't care about that. My shop light's fine or whatever. So I have – that's one example of ideas that I have that I would like to do that I think would be interesting from my perspective, but I don't know how to make them uh, from a title and thumbnail perspective, Right. how to make them interesting to other people to actually get them in.
1: You know, you just, you just jo- like, listening to you talk, I just came up with a funny idea, which maybe one day I'll do. It's if you do a regular build video, but create some serious drama tension also interwoven in it. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, if I'm going to build a cabinet, but there's also, like, a police chase happening. It's somehow related. <laughs> so it's, like, in the middle of, like, cutting wood, all of a sudden it cuts to, like, you know, somebody at the wheel of a car going 100 miles an hour. And then it cuts back to me finishing the cut of the wood. But you got to watch the whole thing because they're both interlaced.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to mm-hmm. see how it turns out. Yeah,
1: yeah. and somehow, somehow they're related. Yeah. All right, I'm going to do that. It's a- I so
0: I got it. There's, a, uh, uh,
2: there's, <laughs> there's a great trick you can do. So as YouTubers, sometimes we need to have multiple thumbnails. So if one doesn't work, we have one that we can swap out. And a great trick to that is to have a secondary storyline. So, and you introduce both storylines at the front of the video. So maybe the storyline is I'm building a cabinet or the secondary storyline is I made handles out of a deer antler or something. Right. And so one of the first things that you say in the video is you introduce both storylines. And if the one thumbnail doesn't work, you can swap it out with something totally different, which is still relevant to the video because you introduced that secondary storyline. Yeah. Still true. That's good. The, I have a lot of ideas that I haven't figured out how to, like, make them interesting yet. And the the those ideas are written down somewhere. And, and I always think, oh, you know, I'll be doing something and then that the interesting part will just hit me. It never does. It, I'm only able to come up with that interesting part when I actually sit down and I start typing up or writing down ideas for that video. Like I have to physically say, you know what? I need to come up with an interesting idea. Now, in the next 15 minutes, I'm just going to brainstorm with myself. It never it never just comes to me. I don't know why ideas just don't come to me like they used to. I have to force myself. And then I usually find out like after that 15, 20 minute period, I'm good to go. Like I'm, I'm, I feel really hmm. solid. And then sometimes I'll let that just sit a little bit longer, a few more days or a week or so. and 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 see if i can expand on that even more
0: but the older i get the more i have to set aside time to brainstorm it makes sense i mean it's effort you got to put effort into things yeah i I think it's just just because there's so much
2: stuff happening in my brain all the time i don't have just i don't know as as a kid you're free you don't have worries you don't have obligations you don't have a calendar and and as, as an adult, I, the, the shower ideas just don't come to me anymore. So my morning walks, I've been forcing myself to not yeah. listen to anything. No podcast, no music, just me and my stupid thoughts for one mile <laughs> every morning. And, <laughs> it, and it, does, it does help me.
1: A lot of comedians and a lot of entertainment stuff, of course, I listen to. And they constantly talk about how it's really important to sit down and write. Every morning you gotta sit at your computer and write. If it's about new comedy, obviously new stories or new scripts, it's important to sit down and write. That being said, I know there are some comedians that are a little lazy. They just write on stage. They write improv on stage and, and you really need to focus and sit and stare at a computer screen. It seems like, you know, if you're a comedian or a writer, same thing, tinkering in the shop, I believe is the same thing for, for, a maker, and it's really important to tinker. Tinker is no real end goal; just really jogging your thoughts and playing around with new materials and experimenting and see what if I do that, what happens there. That's our version of of sitting at the computer and writing is tinkering, mm-hmm. I believe, or, or going for long walks, definitely, and you know, exploring some of the things, reviewing some of the things you've exposed yourself to, whether it be videos or books or in person experiences like factory lines or whatever, construction sites, you know, these type of things all go to the pool, which will regurgitate as some new interesting idea somehow. So so it's important to focus on that, however it works for you, instead of just waiting, like you said, waiting for the shower moments, you really got to exercise that muscle.
0: Mm-hmm. I wonder, like, do you, so doing that, I know you go in the walks, so that is kind of a scheduled time. And Jimmy, you've gone for walks and probably done a similar thing in your head. Yeah, I, I do but the peloton uh, now. But yeah, other than those things, do you do you all schedule creative time like that? No, but I keep. It I, I show, know, or, it, or do you, maybe not schedule, but do you plan it? No, yeah. I'm going to sit down for this. You know, on these days for this amount of time.
1: I, I don't schedule, but I know in the in every week there are three or four days where I have to. I don't have to deal with anybody. There's nobody. It's just me until three in the morning. And those are my days. Sometimes it's two days in a week. Sometimes it's three. Occasionally it's four. But it's just me and my workshop. And those are the days you see more Instagram stories, more me showing off some of the things I'm playing with. Those are the days that the day will just literally go until I fall asleep on my bed with all my clothes on. Like, those are the days. And those are the days where I really get the most productivity done. No one's at the house. You know, I've been at the house alone more often than ever before in the last 20 years. And... It's just me in the shop, tinkering, playing, exploring ideas, doing that one thing that I've been avoiding because it's complicated. Mm-hmm. But for me, that's where a lot of the, that, that's my writing time, for lack of a better term, or my tinker time. Hmm. So at least, at least two days a week for me.
0: D- do you do that, David, other than the walks? No. And I
2: keep thinking I should. I heard somebody on a podcast recently. Uh, talk about like just scheduling creative time. And I'm like, man, I really need to do that. Like every, every Wednesday at one from one to two, I should do that. And then I, and I never do it. And I want to, and I'm pretty sure that I'm, I'm, I'm
0: pretty sure I'm going to. So I just thought of this because you said the way that you said that I've been thinking about this as well in regard to music. I need to do it for projects too, but I don't make time to play music other than I'll sit down at the piano upstairs with the family for a few minutes every day. But down here, I've got all my music stuff set up. I've got a cello back there somewhere that you can't see because of the boxes that I have been wanting to get back to learning how to play because I started it a long time ago. So I was thinking the other day about um, if I set – aside 15 minutes in the morning maybe it's like first thing maybe it's right before lunch 15 minutes to sit down with youtube and the cello and just get better at it just just a little bit every day every other day something like that um you know i, I wonder if if how much of a difference that would make in a short amount of time so the way that you said that thing that you just said brother like oh i should schedule this but then i'd never do what about if you schedule it for? Or maybe we all do this. We schedule that thing in for a limited amount of time. So for the next four weeks, or three weeks, or two weeks, it's Wednesday afternoon at one o'clock to one thirty is X time. It's music time. It's creative time. It's Jimmy mm-hmm. getting back to trumpet time. Whatever it is. Ooh. Yeah. So we, you know, not like forever. It's every Wednesday for the rest of my life, but. Hmm you know, pick four weeks, X amount of time on X day, and then see what happens. See if you're better yep. at the thing. See is, if you end up with, this is the most productive 30 minutes of my entire week. Right? You know what I mean? Something this like that. This is
2: totally a Wheezy w- Waiter video. If you watch his, his videos, <laughs> like, he, hey, he's like, I did you're this right. thing for 30 days or for 90 days. Yep. And some of these things change his life. Some of them don't. But um, yeah, I I know I know one hundred percent. If I did that, it would have an impact. It's just the doing. The doing is the hardest part. Or oh, remembering to put that well, into my calendar. If I put right. it in my calendar, well, we right have now, the three
0: of us who are really good at bothering each other about things. So we <laughs> yeah. could hold yeah. each other accountable for that stuff. If you all it, want to do that, do we, yeah. Do I'm we want to try down. this
1: so that like the way we meet, the way we meet every here every Wednesday most often. Do we want to do that where, like, wherever we are, we'll just say, we just check in, Mm -hmm. check in, check in, check in. And then for that hour, we're not talking to each other, but we've checked in with each other to know that we're whatever we're doing on that that one hour.
0: We'd all have to get on the same schedule, which might be difficult. Yeah.
1: Well, we could find some time. I think we could check in. I think we could. And then what are we going to be doing? We're going to pick something and try and improve on it.
0: Yeah, I think just something, whatever. I think it's important that it's something that you – Something that you feel like you should do more of, but you just have a hard time fitting in. Because right, 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 right. I like if it. it's like, I'm going to work for another 30 minutes, yeah, yeah, or like, yeah, we yeah. work all the time, yeah. and that's not it. Yeah. Right, it's got to be something that we'll one of those scroll. things where you go like, man, I really wish I could put time into whatever. You know, my For me, I think it would be music. I, yep. I, need, I need to do it for project yep. creative as well.
2: But I, I, I'm going to – I want to do a beat. I want to do a beat every – once a week. When I say beat, I mean – Maybe there's a drum loop and a bass line and guitar line, but just a i I want to come up with like a thirty second loop because I need new hmm. music for my videos and I've been using stock music and I just got an email this morning saying uh we're flagging your video, and I had to do a oh. copy dispute yeah because i i I have the right to the song that I used in the previous video i did not it's a song that I did not write i use some I use some stock music and I get a Fight this fight this this copyright hmm. claim, and I means it just means I need to get back to making my own music for my videos again, which I do eighty percent of the time, yeah, but I get that's tired an added pressure
0: stuff. though I mean that's a that's a whole nother oh. thing on top of everything else to get a video out that's pretty wild
2: I mean if I came up with one new beat every single week, one new loop doesn't mean necessarily that I'm going to use it but it's just like okay if I come up with one a month if I have 12 new songs every year that I can introduce into the 12 songs that I already have then I have 24 jams yeah. that I could introduce into into my into my videos and the songs only play for like you, you know little quick little 30 second montages so I don't need to write a full song i just need it
1: I
0: just need a loop I just get a good good loop yeah so mine's going to be making beats. it to Jimmy, and he puts trumpet over top of it. <laughs>
1: That's it. Yeah. Lay down some tracks.
0: Trumpet solo. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be so awesome. Oh, man. I mean, I, you should think about that, both of you. You should like have one I of idea. your songs, cool. and then you just cut to Jimmy playing a trumpet solo in the midi- middle of your video, like that
1: one. Mm. <laughs> There's I'll your B storyline do- right there. If we do this uh, intensive, let's call it the one hour intensive. If we do the one hour intensive, are we are we going to document it? For the Christmas I say no party because I think year? that the
0: Christmas party um, because I think that takes away from it. I think it would distract.
1: Okay. Yeah. I think Fair you enough. could do the wheezy waiter. To like,
0: yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah, but then it becomes about we, how we do we could I share film our
1: experience. We could just share our experience. Yeah. It doesn't have to. Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: And for me, an hour might even be too much. I think it's just, I think I would get lost and distracted over an hour of trying to do something when I would be thinking about all the other things that I have to do that particular day. Like 15, 30 minutes of focused, dedicated, I can do anything for 15 minutes and it's not going to kill my day. Mm -hmm. Or 30 minutes Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know. Um, And not feel bad about it. But, yeah, I don't know
1: hmm it's an idea
0: Hmm. not something we have to do but i think it is something i'm gonna do for me i gotta dust off my trumpet you you should here's a question (laughs) for you
2: i watch a lot of music stuff a lot of how-to music stuff a lot of like like andrew wong type videos I, i like it's it's every day i'm watching something about music or something about creating, something about making. I'm watching those videos. And part of that satisfies my creative need, where I actually don't have to do that because I found satisfaction in somebody else doing that. Do you guys find yourself realizing that there's too much information out there and you're watching too much instead of creating?
1: I do. I do. I do find myself... Uh, what am I, what else can I I'd look? I'll be either watching a video that's kind of pointless, passing time, like flicking through TV years ago. We used to sit with the remote control. I do that with my phone. And then I, I often stop myself and say, what can I be doing right now that's more productive? And then I drop the phone and I go do that. Mm. I really make a conscious effort to find myself in those moments.
0: I think I, I do that with specifically with things that I'm not very comfortable with. It watching other people have expertise in something kind of, I don't know, like makes me not feel like I have to learn it or something. I think w- with the car stuff, a lot of times I'll watch other people fix things on cars in a really broad, like I'm not actually learning anything because they're being so quick and so broad about the restoration or fixing or whatever. But watching somebody else have that expertise kind of gives me a pass on, yeah. I mean, like, I don't, I don't really have to totally understand what they're doing. I just got to see them fix it, which is not really helpful to me. It's just entertainment. Um, so I,
2: I got caught in this rabbit hole. I watched a video on uh, the Jessamite resin, and I was just like, this is so cool. I want to. I want to do this. And so I was watching another video and another video. And then Jessamite is hard to find in America. And I found somebody on eBay. So I bought it. Now that I have all of this powdered resin material. What is it? uh, It's called uh, uh, Mm -hmm. Jessamite. J-E-S-M-O-N-I-T-E.
1: Jessamite? Jessamite. And what is it used for? i never heard of
2: it. it's It's like a... Their, their thing is like eco-friendly material for artists. It's a powdered resin. So you, you mix it with, huh. I think, water. It's like, a, it's like a plaster. But it's safer mm-hmm. to work with than a lot of plasters that you can get. It's safer to work with than than a lot of resins that you can get. And you can make furniture with this stuff. You can cast it. and And so I just went down this rabbit hole. And now that I have it, I'm like yeah, I'm just going to keep woodworking. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. I got my satisfaction from watching huh. these other people make the furniture, you know? And so now it's it's one of those tools that I have that I'll, I'll use that in the future and it's going to sit on a shelf. But it's in the arsenal. I can I can figure out how to do that.
0: Do you f- How do you feel about that feeling, though? Are you good with that? No. Like, no. to have been that... Dead- okay. No, no. Um...
2: <laughs> No. So <laughs> no, it even set me down like, okay, this stuff is harder to get in America and there are other alternatives. And I'm, I was finding that the other alternatives are either not as eco-friendly or not as safe, but definitely not as hard and rigid as this particular stuff. So it would chip easily. And so I paid extra from this eBay guy to to get this stuff. And now I'm just like, I paid all this money and this is going to take up, I don't have a lot of space to store stuff. This takes up a lot of space. I don't feel good about this. I should Now I need to come up with a project where I'm using this so I can feel better about this. And it's just another one of those hmm. things that's going to sit in the back of my mind and it's going to, with all the um, the photographic stuff and all the music stuff, that, all these things that I don't, all the 3D printing stuff, all the stuff that I don't use, but I have and it's taking up space and it's a reminder. It all eats a little part of my mind. And then I just always resort to woodworking
0: because it's easy. I mean, okay. All right. So, should you just release some of that stuff? I do. I should. I should. It's as easy as I should. <laughs> okay.
1: When you say release, you mean give it away?
0: No, 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 not, not give yeah. it away. Oh, well, you, you you say give it away? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, if. So, I we all do the same thing, Jimmy especially, <laughs> where we buy. <laughs> We buy a thing with the intention to use it, and we buy a whole bunch of them, and then they take up a whole bunch of space. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then you got to buy another building. And, no, it's true. And then, and then you got to buy another building to put all the other yeah. things in.
1: We'll or build another yeah. building. So,
0: I mean, like, what if you? What if you just decided that was a good idea? But I'm never going to prioritize photography. I've done or whatever, that. Or I, something, I, you know, I gave take away take a thing and just be like, okay, I'm. Yeah. I can always rebuy it if I get the bug I can't, again. I can.
1: I've done that. I given I gave away, for instance, a few people asked me recently, I got two messages say, hey, what happened to the antique Cadillac? I gave it away. I gave it away to my buddy Mike because Mike is a car guy and we were fiddling around with it one day getting ready for the racetrack day. And I was like, you know what? I just don't have the time for this. I go, Mike, do you want it? He's like, If you don't want it, I'll take it. So I just gave away the Cadillac. It cost me a couple thousand dollars. But Mike's a friend and you know, he'll he'll pay me back in the way he will. And That was such a relief to know that it wasn't just going to sit under a tree and just fill up with water. I gave it to Mm -hmm. Mike. Mike turned it into a tow truck and now it's its own mess in its own way, but you know, he got a creative outlet out of it. A and I do do that sometimes with materials when people are around. I'm like, you know what? I'll never use that. Mm. I bought it with different intentions at a different moment. You take it and you, you store it for me. When I need it back, I'll come get it.
2: What happens is after you have it for so long, you forget that you have it, even if it's out in the open. There's a great example of this. The other day, there was a guy at the house. He was uh, giving me an estimate on something. And he sees two bags of countertop concrete. In the garage which the countertop concrete uh, 40 or 50 pound bags you can't just get you have to order and then go pick it up at at Lowe's or Home Depot or whatever and so uh two years ago I saw probably it was probably Ben doing some countertop concrete stuff and I was like I need I need two bags of this just in case those two bags have been sitting in my garage for so long that I forgot about them. And then the guy coming to do the <laughs> estimate is like, oh, are you making countertops? And I was like, wow, funny story. I forgot that I had them. They've been there for two years. But I have it just in case. It's... But I can't give them away. Emergency
0: countertop. I, I can't give those two bags away. You, you can give them away. That's, 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 that's the thing. That's think right there. Okay. Well, you could sell them for 40 bucks, <laughs> but I think that's the thing. Like I, and I'm talking to myself. Right. Okay. I'm not, I, I think we get into the thing of having the best intentions or having some, it's potential, right? So we have this potential for a new product or for a new um, process, this potential for a new tool And it's unrealized because we get this potential and then we just want to have the potential, but the potential takes money and space Mm -hmm. and time Mm -hmm. and brain power to just hold potential. And you can always buy potential again, but you can't buy brain space and you can't buy. I mean, I guess you can buy physical space, but you know, I'm not going to go buy more physical space to hold potential. (laughs) Yeah. And like being able to release that stuff, you're releasing a lot. So, and I, again, I'm saying that to myself. Right. I should probably let go of some of these potentials. What I, and I need a better help sponsorship on
2: what is right here. Do I? I need a better help sponsorship. Have you seen? Have you seen these these ad reads for BetterHelp? It's like online therapy. Oh yeah. yeah, I've done them, and I'm going to be doing six of them you, over the oh, next that's, six that's, months. That's, yeah, I need one of those sponsorships to force myself to talk to a therapist to help me get rid of all this stuff that I don't need. I
1: think. It's funny. You just reminded me. I think BetterHelp reached out to me too. I passed it on to my agent. Got to ask him what's going on. With it. Yeah, no, I, I really find a lot of therapy in giving stuff away. I, I give a lot of stuff away, and it's always like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, oh, you want to take it? And well, and
0: it's so funny it's really, because like when you you feel like you've got you know the, like this thing is important or it has some potential that you're going to take advantage of and and you feel like if releasing that or letting go of it or selling it or whatever you're losing out on something but honestly like what you just said Jimmy when you get rid of it the moment it's gone like it's like you never had it mm-hmm. it's there are very rarely things that i've let go of in my life physical things when it's gone i go man i sure wish i still had that cuz like, there's always another thing there's always another you can always get it you can, always you
1: can i mean unless it's a sentimental thing like for instance you know, when when my dad passed a couple well now almost a month ago, me and my siblings were like, "Did we find his rings?" Because my dad had these two rings that he always wore, these two gold rings. You know, one had his mother's his one had his mother's stone in it from her wedding, and another one was another sentimental thing that he always wore. That was like the only two pieces of jewelry he ever cared about. So when we went to the house, like my sister said, she sent to the family chat, "I have his rings. Good." Like That was really the only things we cared about of, of mm-hmm. everything. Of course, the house has value and lots of tools have value, but all that's replaceable, theoretically speaking, but these two rings were the only like real mementos of my dad's entire mm. life that meant so much to him because it meant so much to him because it was his mother's diamond. And so outside of a thing like that, I just use that as an example, mostly anything you give away and pass on, you can get again in the right circumstance. Mm-hmm. It's just stuff as Bob says. It
0: is. It is. And, and you know, but it it's also I mean we're talking about the work of putting in to be creative. It is also work to clear out parts of your life. I mean, I'm you going look at to this my cabinet. dad's house
1: tomorrow to get rid mm-hmm. of stuff. I'm going to go sure. tomorrow, start starting. The, and that's the, a huge amount.
0: That's a really big amount of work, but like even just looking uh, at this cabinet behind me of things that I enjoy that I've actively curated into a little cabinet that I can look at. Occasionally I'll look at that and go like, I I really should just get rid of some of this stuff now, but it takes a lot of effort to post on eBay. "Ah, But I got to take pictures of the thing. And so I just don't, because of that minimal effort, I sit with the, the weight of, I should do the thing rather than,
1: You know, trading
0: that for a little bit of effort to actually do the thing. So, I mean, it is work, but I think it's worthwhile.
1: What is that song by uh, Give It Away, Give It Away, (laughs) Give (laughs) It Away? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Peppers. (laughs) When when we
2: were talking about the trumpet earlier, I was thinking about the Red Hot Chili Peppers because Flea plays the trumpet. And I remember back I in the that. 90s, I, I, I saw this clip of Nirvana playing live somewhere and Flea plays the solo to Smells Like Teen Spirit. I'm not going to know Flea played the trumpet. And yeah, yeah
0: it, it's a great clip. It's out wow. there somewhere. Yeah. I would like to find that.
2: <sighs> so crazy. maybe not only do I need an accountability partner for the Accountability, <laughs> there There's your title right there for the for the creative wow. 15, 30-minute thing. But maybe once a week, we all get rid of something that we don't need.
1: <laughs> That's a good I'm like, idea look, to... guys, I got rid of this. Bob, you never heard the term accountability, buddy? I've never
0: heard that before. I don't even know how to spell it. Yeah. I'm trying to write it in the
1: title. <laughs> accountability, It's hard to say. I, I don't yeah, think I obviously. made it up. I think I've heard it before. For the, you know, it's, it's like having a sponsor.
0: Yeah. You know, an AA 12-step, a, yep. a
1: sponsor.
0: Crazy. So we had a topic today that we didn't get to for the we'll second week in a row. It's
2: okay. <laughs> it, it's more natural when we
0: don't have a topic. Yeah, that's true.
1: What is yeah. the topic? What, how are we going to be when we're older? Do we remember? How, what yeah, was the I phrasing? think that
0: was it. You know what's funny? We could just say that at the end of every yeah, episode like from running. now on. Yeah. yeah. And it will be the running gag. And then when we're actually in our like 70s or 80s or something, still doing the show, of course, then we can actually have that episode. When we're we're actually out Mm. of topics for our final show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. That would be pretty funny. Well, do you guys have anything else? I mean, we've been yammering for an hour about basically nothing.
2: No, it's a good, this is always a good therapy session. And so now. I have uh, what do I have, Jimmy?
1: Accountability You have <laughs> two accountability buddies.
0: Accountability buddies, man. Hmm. Uh, buddies, I got to make it plural there. Buddies, accountability buddies. I just got. Right.
1: I just got. It's available. Accountabilitybuddies dot net
0: is available. Dot co dot uk. Yeah. Cool. You know well, what? Uh, here's, I'm gonna think our here's some mental space what, what? that I got rid of years okay. ago.
2: I used to collect domain names. I used to think, before I did this whole YouTube <laughs> thing, I used to think I would one of these names is going to hit. And uh, one of them, I, I did sell one, not for thousands, but for hundreds. And then one, I bought somebody's name, a comedian, and we actually became, he's like, hey, bro, this is Theo Vaughn. Uh, he was on Last Comic Standing. <sighs> In the sure. early 2000s, and he didn't win, but he, I thought he was hilarious. And I, I was one of those um, buttholes that would buy people's names, and I bought his name. <laughs> Years later, he said, "Hey, bro!" This he actually called me bro. "Hey, bro, you own myname.com. I was wondering if I could buy it from you." And I was like, "Well, I'm a web developer. Do you need a website?" And so I developed his website, and uh, I, I think I did two or three versions of his website. And then one day, maybe five, six years ago, uh, he's like, hey, uh, can I buy that name from you? And I was like, dude, no, you just just have it. I just gave it to him. And then I've let a Bruce lot Bruce. of those names expire. I had com and a, bear, a bunch of others. I just let them all go. It's like, I don't need these anymore. That's a past life. And it <laughs> felt good to let them go. Now I just own domain names that I actually need or use
1: that's cool
0: I own quite a few that I still don't need but I don't know mm. I'll do something with them maybe
1: but I do have one thing fam- I, I, I can text a buddy. famous
0: person on my I
2: have his number in my phone I could text Theo right now <laughs> bro bro
0: yeah but. bro cool well let me thank our patreon supporters um and then in the after show Jimmy I'm going to show you a new camera that you're going to buy oh weekend. boy <clears throat> um Big I thanks to
1: everybody, camera, but I'll tell you after. It's, it's,
0: it's you not after this, is it? It's not that. Nope. It's nope. about that cool, though. Okay. Um, anyway, big thanks to everybody at Patreon. I was looking through the list this morning of people that help us out over there, um, and very grateful for all the support that we've had, you know, forever. This past year, it's been a great group of people that have stayed around for a really long time. So very thankful for everybody at all different levels. They all get the after show, which is now in audio and video. And those links are on Patreon, so you have to be, you know, a Patreon supporter to be able to get the the links and the feeds for those for that after show stuff. But it's all there for everybody. No matter how much you support that, uh we're just grateful. But the top group of supporters, they go above and beyond uh and and they just they're fantastic. So big thanks to Crabtree Creative, Web Ranch Specialties, Michael Meneggin, Warren Works, the New Janky Workshop, Scott at Dat at Yourself DIY, Sean Beckner, Odin Leather Goods, Rich at Lohan Designs, Chad's Custom Creations, Chad for Mancrafting, Works by Solo, Albers Woodworks, Corey Ward, and Nick Ryan. Well done. it's a big big thanks to them. I'm gonna start making you, guys, thank do you that guys in the new year.
1: I know most of those guys, too, personally. Yeah. Which is amazing. So guys, thank you. I also want to say I got so many nice notes from our patrons about, I don't want to cry, about my dad. So thank you. Mm. Say that that fast. Get that out of my system fast before I get stuck on it. So thank you, everybody.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we are very grateful. They're very kind. And we get a lot of messages from them about all sorts of stuff. Lots of feedback around, they're sending links to us all the time about things that we talk about and helpful things. Um,
1: Absolutely. So
0: big thanks to them. And if you want to join that group, if you want to help out the show, if you want to get the after show, you can go to patreon.com slash making it and join up over there at any level so do you guys have something to recommend this week jimmy froze oh there he is
1: oh no you know what i hear banging and i'm like i was yelling at ryan who who's in the bedroom up so you hear the banging yeah that I, I hired roofers to redo my porch and they finally started. They told me they were going to start at some point this week. Oh. They never gave me a date. So I hear banging and nail pulling. I'm like, what's going on? These they guys live in the neighborhood. So I said, come whenever. So <laughs> they started doing the roof on my front porch. Um I was going to recommend... Do we, we all agree and agree this... Do we have the, the link to this video where this yeah. gentleman yeah. does a collaboration video for all of us? So we're all going to recommend yes. that. Um This kid... I wish I could remember his name. Does anybody know his name off the top of your head? He's a small I channel. It,
0: I can look. It still works. Yeah, he
1: still works. He did a video right. where he, he collaborated. He made all of us collaborate together, all like his favorite YouTubers, which is at least 13, 14 different people, which is <laughs> really a lot of funny. <laughs> yeah, really funny. There's a few people in there that I don't even know. Um, so it was really cool. And he, he mimicked each one of us in, in our own way, in, in a loving way. So that was really cool. Uh, and that, and then also check out Jason at Fireball Tools, who is an incredible content creator and not to mention an incredible welder, product designer, machinist. He's, the kid is like Superman. The kid, he's probably a couple years younger than me. But Jason at Fireball Tools does a video recently about making a simple part and he hires three different anonymously. He doesn't out them because it's kind of, could be embarrassing. He hires three welders to make parts and says this is a very specific part it needs to be right it needs to be have this tolerance and almost all three of them fail and he explains the reasons why they fail at making a ve- what seems like a very simple part even the thumbnail i remember seeing the thumbnail going i don't understand why that would be complicated but then i took the time and clicked on it and it's an unbelievably informative video it's his most recent video where he makes these things that look like little metal tables and he hires oh, three like welders to with, make, yeah. yeah, with the legs on it. He hires three welders to make two each. And they have to be exactly the same. And the legs have to match up. The four legs have to sit on top of one another. And none of them do. None of them. And he, he goes into the reasons, like, he gives them an allowable tolerance. And he, he's, he's so good at, at mole, whack-a-mole in the trolls and all the things they could potentially say and do. He goes the extra mile. He uses this computer software, hardware device which maps each one of them in space. It's crazy.
0: Huh. So he
1: takes the part that he got from them and maps them in space, to, in a, and it, it'll make a three D model of them after he maps them in space, and then you could see, you could see where where everything's off. So I I actually, I I started watching it this morning, so I didn't see the last few minutes of it. Uh So I'm curious to see where it goes. Anyway, you guys could watch that for yourself.
2: All right. Mine is, I just sent you the link and a couple Mm -hmm. of the examples of this. Um, It's this, he takes graffiti and turns it into a message. So it's just a short little video. The video is, is called Office Man versus Graffiti. And so he found, uh, for one example, he found the wall where there's a bunch of tags on there. And so he took a stencil above all these tags. He, he thinks they look like signatures, but they and signatures belong on a document, and this wall is not a document. So he took a stencil, and it says, sign below if you think the world needs more love. And then there's another one where somebody, he took somebody's, uh, somebody's tag on. and then made it look like it's on a sign where it says, sorry, mom, I'm done with vandalism. And then that person's signature <laughs> or their tag. Uh, and there's just a bunch of examples <laughs> it's like really that. He's, it's super creative. And obviously it's more graffiti on top of graffiti, but it's, it's super entertaining. Huh? Interesting. And then, uh, he took a, uh, there's Pretty another good. example over. uh. Uh, somebody's tag and he made it look like a check and that person's signature is on this check and the check (laughs) is the memo and the check is graffiti removal
1: (laughs) five (laughs) thousand dollars it's
0: it's so clever it's so good that's awesome cool well um i was going to talk about the collaboration video from yeah still works still works the right name yeah okay uh it's called can we all collaborate and it was very funny to see I mean it's funnier to see him make fun of other people than me but it's also pretty funny to see him <laughs> make fun of me. He's imitating. He's not making fun. He's he's imitating. Um but man, Jonathan katz Moses that one was that, guy, that was, it. It was, it was very funny.
1: <laughs> so, uh I yeah, like how he just video. like throws on the bald wig to go on the other side of the camera and then pulls it off yeah. quick for a couple of <laughs> yeah. you guys. Some, somebody commented, yeah.
2: I don't know if it was on that video or if it was in my Discord, but uh, she's like that. That bald cap is is getting overtime today. And so many yeah. bald workers, <laughs> yeah. woodworkers.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, um, I guess that's it. Unless you guys got anything else.
1: Oh, I sent you guys we could talk about it in the after. I got the Insta 360 Ace Pro and that's the little
0: Oh, that's the camera uh, I was going to tell you oh, about. That's the, oh,
1: that's the that's what I sent you. Okay. That's what I sent you the the little thing. I got it a couple days ago. It's been fun. I like it. We'll talk that's about cool. it in the after. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> thanks for listening everybody. Night. Thank Sorry. you. <laughs> a long
0: night. We'll see night. you next time. Love you.